Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia Bogio. Welcome to a Friday Book Bite. Yes, it's another quiz. We love our quizzes. And today we've got Marguerite Kay running the quiz for us. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode from Wednesday where Marguerite and uh, this uh, Sarah, Duchess of York, were in to talk about collaborating, then you are in for a treat because it is seriously probably one of my favorite episodes. So, um, so yeah, without any further ado, Marguerite, what are you going to do to me today with your 10 questions? <laughs> Hi there. Um, I am going to quiz you about royalty in fiction. Right, um, okay. And I've kind of used the idea of royalty kind of fairly broadly. Okay. Um, and I actually do have, although it's just me, um, I actually do have a couple of questions from Sarah as well. So, okay. Um, just to warn you. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Very nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I actually wouldn't have been able to answer the questions that Sarah gave me. So. Oh God! <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hope for my chances either. <laughs> I tell you what, if I win, then you can buy me a bottle of Bollinger. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, that would be great if if Ed had ever actually sent me my bottle of Bollinger. That's just a polite poke in the ribs, there, Ed. No, I have, no, you I know that bottle. I know. I know. I think maybe I'm you should have, have said Cava. I don't know. <laughs> or Prosecco. <laughs> I'm not even the one that said Bollinger. It was him. It was yeah. Ed. So, you know, he's the one that, that set that bar. So he was obviously very confident at the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I've, I've not had that. And I could really use it, you know, celebrate yeah. launch of the second book and all that. So I know. But, Congratulations. Ah, uh, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I really enjoy the writing of the book, but the launch are just kind of like they're really hard work really hard yeah work. and it's terrifying absolutely terrifying yeah yeah so but and if, yeah. if anyone out there wants to hear us talking about what it feels like to see reviews start coming in then go listen to the episode from from wednesday <laughs> so okay cool so i am i'm ready so let's do question and answer so ask the question and then okay. we'll do the answers right away okay so i'm gonna start with an easy one i felt that was okay. unfair <laughs> no, you um, told me it's the... easy <laughs> Get it wrong. What is, what is the royal title of the debut best-selling novel by Candice Carty Williams? Queenie. Yay! See, Yay. Chips, see? <laughs> oh my god! For a second, I'm going what? Oh god! And yeah. then it just came. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, one down. And the second one, rather funnily, uh, bizarrely, um, this author turned up in our discussion on Wednesday, um, because they were born on the same day as Sarah. I'm oh. giving you a clue now. Oh no, oh. I just realised I've given you a clue. Who wrote the children's story, The Happy Prince? I'm going to say it's not Nietzsche. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that was also somebody who was born on the same day as Sarah. Okay, so we have we have out of three, I'm going to go with Oscar Wilde. Yes, absolutely. Okay. It was Oscar Woo. Wilde. Yeah. Um, and I picked that because I was thinking um, so often when you did the sort of favourite books in your podcast before, mm. um, everyone goes for a children's book, you know, mm. so it's, it's almost the first thing everybody says, oh, what your favourite book was, and it nearly always is a children's book. And I mm. remember loving, well, loving in a very sad way, The Happy Prince, um, mm. 
because I don't know if you know the story. But... I've never read it, no. Right, so he's, he's um, Happy Prince is actually a golden statue with jewels for his eyes and his mouth, and he feels sorry for all the poor people. And so what he does is he starts giving away bits of the body parts oh, <laughs> in God. order to um, feed the poor, and the poor kind of get all excited about this, and they basically he's a golden statue, and they melt him down. Um and all that's left is his little heart and the little swallow that was pecking all the the, the jewels out for him. Um, so, oh my and it's gosh. one of these. They they find they find happiness in heaven, but it's it's kind of one of these stories that's really bittersweet, and it's it really stuck in my mind. You know um, that really that reminds me. There's a book called The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Right. And it's the same sort of concept. So it's about a tree and a little boy. And as the boy grows older, he asks, they're like good friends, and he asks more and more of the tree, like, you know, wood for his house, somewhere to swing, da da da. And at the end, the tree is just a stump. And, um, oh. I know it's very sad. And, but the, the child is now an old man, and the tree's like, well, you can sit on me. And then they do, and then oh. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's lovely. It's funny because I, I said to Sarah, what are the kind of kids? things that you remember and and mm. and I, I i on a royalty theme i had come up with the snow queen which is another she's mm. such a nasty but i love the snow queen but sarah came up with the little prince because she uses um quotes from that all the time in her social media so is that another example of the left brain right brain we were talking about in wednesday as we, we think in quite a different way sometimes yeah and i always like the dark side of things <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, well, a lot of children's stories are quite dark. But anyway, okay, question three. The best ones. Okay. So who wrote the fictionalised series about the life of Queen Victoria, which started with the first book, which was called The Captive of Kensington Palace? Um, And she's quite a kind of um, traditional historical fiction writer. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now this is where I start getting things wrong, because the only one I'm going to know is like Philippa Gregory. (laughs) Um. Yeah, it's not going to be Philippa Gregory, is it? <laughs> no. So um, I first came across her when my mom had her book. So we're going back a bit. Okay. I I have no idea. So it's it's Jean Plady. Is her name? Okay. Um. So the reason I chose her is because Queen Victoria plays kind of like a key role in in mm. both her books, um, Heart for a Compass, um, and we found so many bizarre little facts from Queen Victoria's diaries in her books that I think are in the Jane Plady books as well. One of my favourite is that whenever she had tea, she always had two teacups um, because mm. she didn't like drinking hot tea. So she had one cup to pour the tea into and then she poured it into the other cup to p- cool it down and then backwards and forwards, which seemed <laughs> to me such an unroyal way of drinking tea. That seems, yeah, very unroyal. Yeah, but, you she, know, liked, yeah, she liked to dunk her biscuits as well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Remove the crown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually, <laughs> we like that so much. We, we wrote a tea party scene in our book just so we could put that, that in. That, that's hilarious. Book. I love that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> sometimes you find a historical detail and you're just like I'm going to move Helen you know uh, yeah. it, Helen High Water to get that into my book because it's Absolutely. such a good fact yeah I've got a question about something like, like that later on as well okay, okay well so, hopefully it's not all downhill from here let's see no, well, I'm wondering how well you're going to do with this next one though because uh, um, Jean Plady she actually wrote over 200 books under hundreds of different pseudonyms but there was two that she was really famous for one was Gothic Romance and one was one was kind of sagas, um, and I wondered if you knew either of them. <laughs> oh, um, nah, nope, nope. Okay, Victoria Holt. 
Um, oh, 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 no, really? Okay, so Victoria Holt. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Victoria Holt. Well, Victoria like, Holt is Jean Plady. <laughs> I did not know. Okay, so funny enough, my sister brought over all my old Victoria no- Holt novels recently because I had them in my dad's attic. And that was literally my first sort of real introduction to romance. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. funny because each of them is kind of has that Rebecca feel to it. That dark Absolutely. Kind of... Oh, I love Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they were it was my mom again that introduced me to Victoria Holt. And then I went on to Mary Stewart from there. Have you heard yeah, me? Yeah. And then um my mum also introduced me to of course to Georgia Hare and Barbara Cartland, which she always, always yeah. denies. She says they weren't her books, they were her mom's books. Um <laughs> so, so um yeah, so yeah, so Victoria Victoria Holt, Philip Picard, Jane Plady, and she actually wrote under three or four other names. And mm. she's like the sort of um, Nora Roberts, um, the first Nora Roberts. She published so many books that our publisher couldn't keep up with her. So they said, you know, well, right under this name, right under that name. So oh, that's hilarious. So, yeah. so what were the names again, just for the those? So the, the famous ones are Jane Plady and Victoria Holt and Philip Picard. So Philip Carr wrote the Daughters of England saga. I think that's her most famous thing. I feel like I've heard of that name as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. So there you go. Ah. Okay, so, and I also had to ask question five, a Georgia mm-hmm. Hare question, had to do it. Um, so in one of the books, the heroine Judith faints and she wakes up in a very compromising position in Brighton Pavilion um, with um, George Prinny. Um, trying to kiss her. Um, oh. I don't know if you're you've read this book. No, I haven't. No, it well. sounds <laughs> sounds saucy. <laughs> oh well, the question was, what's the book? So. <laughs> uh, Judith and George, get it on. <laughs> oh, good, good one. <laughs> Judith and George, get it on. <laughs> Do you know what? That's a much better title than Regency book. <laughs> Oh yeah, Regency book. That's like yeah. she, like she just gave up. You know, yeah. she's like, what, what should I call this one? Regency yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, apparently, apparently, she um, she when when she was on a deadline because she was always late. Georgia Hare, she 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 got um, drugs from the chemist to keep her going all night. I'm not going to mention what ones. Oh my goodness, um, I know. <laughs> So um, I actually, my mum loved the Regency book. She still, that's one of her favourite books. So when I went to Brighton Pavilion um, yeah. last year on a visit, I actually had to go around every room and take photos so that my mum could kind of work out which was the room where, where the where famous did it scene happen? took place. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to have to go, go get that one. Yeah. Regency book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She actually ends up with her. I'm, I'm not, not going to tell you who she ends up with. <laughs> Yeah, don't, t- don't, don't tell me. Yeah, he doesn't sound so nice. No. no. Okay. Oh, question six then. Right. Which Scottish novelist was the mastermind behind, I'm going to come back to Prinny now, um, the Tartan Fest in Edinburgh to celebrate the visit of um, King George IV as he was then? So what they did was they basically decked the whole city out in Tartan and they called all the um, various clans down from the Highlands and they chucked all the residents out of Holyrood Palace so that the, the King George could have an audience there. Um, and this was all the idea of one person who's quite a famous Scottish novelist of the time. Um, we're talking 1822. Okay, well, I'm going to choose one of the... <laughs> my, my knowledge of Scottish novelists might not be as extensive as it should be. I'm going to say Robert Burns. 
no. The apps, it's the right day. Don't say Walter okay. Scott. No, it Walter is Walter Scott. Walter Scott. Oh, good. I, that, I know too. There we go. Walter Scott. Yeah. I got it. I got in there. I got that yeah. one. I'm taking that. Yeah, so that's that's one of these ones as well. That that is. There's so many brilliant facts about that visit that they had to be used. And I've actually written a book, um, one of my own books, um, um, which oh yeah, Forbidden Liaison with Miss Grant, which is mm. actually set in Edinburgh during that time. And one of the best facts that I read was that um, George um, he wanted to wear a kilt. But the kilt that they made for him is really too short, so he wore a pair of pink tights um, <laughs> with the kilt. And I, I mean, he was very portly man by that mm. stage. Um, mm. And I just had this vision of him in pink tights. Mm. Um, and um, the, apparently, the city like sold out of tartan in all its various forms. Um, I, now I have a, a vision of him in pink tights as well. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's quite good. <laughs> there is yes. there is a painting of him. From that period, but it, it doesn't look anything like you know the reality. You know, um, a little little bit of Photoshop. A bit add of in those pink t- tights. You know, yeah, that'll yeah, make it more yeah. historically accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, I was fasc- I've always been fascinated. I love Edinburgh, and I've set a few books there, and I've always been fascinated by this. Um. And when we first started working on her heart for a compass, I discovered that Walter Scott is actually related to Sarah. Um, oh, right. Again, yeah, that, another of these kind of really bizarre coincidences. So the Duke of Buccleuch, who is Sarah's great, great, great grandfather, who is the patriarch in both the books we've written together so far, mm-hmm. um, was a best, a, a good friend of Walter Scott, who was a distant cousin. And when George, when George the Fourth came to stay in Edinburgh, the Duke of Buccleuch was only he was the Duke, but he was like twelve years old. Mm-hmm. So his guardian, George, didn't like Holyrood Palace because it was all leaky and cold and horrible. So, um, so my of, palace is just like that as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's horrible. <laughs> so George the Fourth, um, the Duke of Buccleuch's guardian, said, "Well, why don't you come and hang out in our um, palace?" Um, and he he actually moved all his family, including the Duke of Buccleuch, out to stay in a hotel in Edinburgh while George IV took over Dalkeith Palace, which is um, central to both of our books. So oh. I love these. I love these little. I always like to work in these, like you know, these little connections and sort of yeah, connecting it's like, it's up like my me, books I put, with um, books. I always put a, a reference to Dirty Dancing in my book somewhere. <laughs> No, it's really strange because I'm sitting in my sister's study at the moment because I'm I'm cat sitting for my mm. sister and one of her all time favorite films is Dirty Dancing and she's got three posters on the wall above the desk. One Saturday Night Fever, one is Hello Dolly, and the other is Dirty Dancing. Yeah, it's so, it's a classic. It's a classic. I must remember and tell her she'll be so jealous. <laughs> well, you got yeah, you got to send tell show her my my wedding dance. Send her the video. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you know what? That might e- out, even outdo the fact that I know Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> next two questions are from Sarah. Okay. Who is the accidental empress in the novel by Alison Pataki? Oh, God. This is one of Sarah's absolute favourite books. Accidental empress. Accidental empress. Um, I'm trying to think back. Nope. No, okay, nope. so she her name was Sissy, um, and that's the sec the title of the second book is Sissy. 
Um, so she marries Franz Joseph, um, okay. he who was who was um, assassinated and caused the start of the the First World War. So she was married mm. to him. She was dead by then. And apparently, um, what happened was she went. It was her sister who was supposed to, her elder sister who was supposed to be marrying him, and she kind of went along with her elder sister to meet him, and he fell in love with her. So ah. um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so she's um she was a superb horsewoman she was titian haired she was a bit of a rebel so yeah you can see why um sarah really likes that book um, yeah no definitely yeah <laughs> i'll add so it to the tbr with, yeah, with regency i've already book. done that yeah yeah, yeah with regency <laughs> book <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. no it's not say that was my favourite sort of hire. This is the second question from Sarah. Yeah. In Anya Seaton's book, which is called Catherine, and it's about Catherine Swinford, um, do you know who her famous brother-in-law is? Um, and we're going back to, I think, the 14th century, King Henry IV here. So well, I was going to say I was going to say King Henry. So that's uh, taking no, that one away. So King he's Henry not royal. He's not, not royal. royal. He's he's um, writer. Another writer. Okay, shall we say Shakespeare? Further back than that. Oh, oh yeah, he was sixteen hundreds, wasn't he? God, yeah. this is, I'm just showing up my complete lack of knowledge of history right now. <laughs> Fourteen uh, hundred. I'm, I'm not buying you a bottle of Bollinger. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, You got out of that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, okay, 1400s. Uh, God, who do we have from then? No, I'm just, my, the problem is when I'm on the spot, my brain just can't think. Like, no. I will literally, if, if I were just sitting around and thinking, I'd probably go, oh, yeah, it's probably this person. But now, because I'm on the podcast, I, yeah. my brain doesn't function properly. I know that so. feeling. I've got the answers written down in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Chaucer. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Right, two more, and they're, I think they're slightly easier, okay. hopefully. Okay, Excellent. so um, <laughs> at the heart of the first of Hilary Mantel's novels, Wolf, of the Wolf Hall, not her first ever novel, but Wolf Hall, is the battle to put Anne Boleyn on the throne. So mm-hmm. can you name all six of Henry's wives in order? Yes, I can. So we've got Catherine of Aragon, yeah. Anne Boleyn. Yeah. Then we had Anne of Cleves. Ooh. And for that. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, oh, Jane, Jane yeah. um, Seymour. Sorry, Jane yeah. Seymour. Then Anne of Cleves. Yeah. And then we had uh, two Catherines. We had Catherine Howard. Yeah. And then Catherine, the other Catherine. Yeah, the older one. <laughs> yeah, the one that uh, died died three years later, didn't she? she yeah. Did all this. She survived him, but then died three years later. Yeah. yeah. Catherine yeah, Parr. Yeah, Catherine Parr. Yeah, Catherine Whoa. Parr. Whoa. Wait till Ooh. you. Wow. <laughs> I, have, I have young children who are learning these things and who sing songs about it and whatnot. So, you know, I didn't oh, get that. Oh, yeah, and Horrible Histories. I yes. Think. Hor- yeah, yeah. yeah, Horrible Histories are really good on that one, I think. Okay, yeah. and the final, I think I'm very impressed. The final question what is the title of Rose Tremaine's first novel featuring Robert Maryville? Oh, I don't know. Um, Robert's, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's Restoration. I think it was made into a film, a really strange film. Restoration. Um, who, who, what book was it? Who, who wrote it? 
Um, Rose Tremaine. Rose Tremaine. No, I don't so know. So she it. just wrote, I think her most recent one is called Lily, um, Victorian, about um, a girl who's, well, actually, she's a murderer who was brought up in an orphanage. It was really oh, good. Nice. So if, <laughs> good you, if you've not read Rose Tremaine, I'd highly recommend her. She's great. Well, I think we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of, writers to add to the tbr here yeah. from, from the quiz but i mean i i do the thing is i do really enjoy historical fiction but again you know because of the podcast i just you know there's so many things mm. if i could just sit and read all day then i would but unfortunately life gets in the way so. <gasps> we'd all love to do that wouldn't we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so i've got one last little connection on that then oh so, yeah yeah go on yeah um so restoration was the restoration of charles the second after yes. the execution of Charles I, and the Cromwell was um, in between the two. Yeah, and, I've heard of um, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have a section in our second book, A Most Intriguing Lady, that's actually set in Newburgh Priory um, mm-hmm. in Yorkshire. And they claim to have um, the headless body of Cromwell buried in their crypt. Yeah. Um, and we wrote that into our book. We wrote this uh, scene where our, our heroine is it goes up to the crypt and and they they tell this this ghost story about the headless body of Cromwell. And I was actually really lucky. I I dragged my brother, um, who's a very shy and retiring person, to Newburgh Priory um a few months ago and mm. met the owner. And he took us on a little private tour up to the crypt. Mm. And he told us that for a while Newburgh Priory was a boys' school. And what the what the boys used to do is they would dare each other um to sleep on top of the headless body of of, of the crypt of Robert Cromwell. That that became a kind of classic dare. <laughs> oh boys. <laughs> oh no. Bless them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So let's see. I I don't think that this was my best score. So let's see. I think I got one, two. Okay, I can't take Victoria Holt because you said her name before me. So that's uh, one, two, three. We can have a half for that one. Oh, well, Are you allowed to? You know what? You know what? Ed's not here. Yeah, yeah I want a half. I'm half. having a half. Yeah. I'm having a half. <laughs> Why not? Okay, so two and a half, three and a half. Uh, four and a half. <laughs> four oh, and a half out of ten. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, think, I don't think I'd have got most. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was hard. Yeah, I mean, it was hard for me. So somebody else is going to be listening to it. Going, oh yeah, I know all these. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, you know, yeah, I'm 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 hoping I've got some other people coming on later to uh, in the in the season to do like horror and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to get zero. Like I'm yeah. not going to get anything on these quizzes. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like in fantasy is the one that I would always fail on. Um, just don't read that genre at all. Yeah. So. I don't yeah. think I'd even be able to name a character in the Lord of the Rings. No, you got to know like Frodo, yeah, <laughs> Bilbo, yeah, no. But well, that was fantastic. Thank you so much, Marguerite. And I, you know, I like I said, I really did enjoy the chat that we had uh, on Wednesday. That that oh, was good. so much fun. And uh, yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on and, and thank you so time. much for having me thank you it's been a pleasure i've had fun and i would second what sarah said you you made it a pleasure and not stressful so thank you very much oh that's not that's warmed the cockles of me heart <laughs> <laughs> two lit chicks is a podcast about books that change lives find us on all major podcast platforms or go to our website at twolitchicks.org Thanks for listening.